Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits, and I'm bringing it to you real and unfiltered. I know there is so much information out there, so I'm here to help you navigate it all. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today, I am talking how to address aging and beauty from the inside out. I thought this was interesting because obviously I have a lot of experts on the show to talk about like the external kind of interventions that we can do. And I also have people who talk about nutrition and all of that, but we kind of approached it from a different angle in this episode. So I'm talking to Dr. Rahi. She practices anti-aging and integrative medicine that is tailored to individual patients' needs and health concerns focusing on disease prevention and health maintenance. She has offices in both Beverly Hills and New York. And we are covering a lot of different topics today, but we talk about like what internal factors such as hormone and vitamin deficiencies can manifest themselves externally. And we talk a lot about how to like supplement to correct these. We talk about what she believes are the pillars of wellness that we should all be focusing on. We also talk external interventions. So a lot of people have asked me about lasers. We talked about different lasers to treat various skin concerns. She does PDO threads and you guys know how I feel about those. So we had an open conversation about them. And she is just very forthcoming about what they actually can achieve and how people should approach them if it's something that they're interested in doing and so much more. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode with Dr. Rahi. Okay. Welcome Dr. Rahi. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. There is so much that I want to get into today, but to start off, why don't you just tell the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. I'm a medical doctor. I practice integrative aesthetics, which is what I like to call like a fusion of health, wellness, and beauty. And I have had my own private practice since 2017. I have a location in Beverly Hills and a location in New York. Nice. And we were just talking about downsizing a little bit. <laughs> yes, definitely downsizing. I've been going back and forth LA to New York for the past two years. And so unfortunately, I'm closing my practice in New York in August. 
not because I don't love New York and not because I don't love my patients there, but because I need to stop going back and forth. It's a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is a lot. I have a place out in New York as well. I just came back a couple of days ago. And I always say this on the podcast, but I feel like for me, at least that three hour difference and just going back and forth across the country messes with me more than if I go to like Europe or something, because it's just enough time to completely throw off when I can fall asleep, when I can get up. If I'm like 12 or nine hours ahead, for example, like I was just in Italy, I have no choice but to acclimate. But with the three hours and like the going back and forth, that just is enough to like really fuck with me. Yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, I feel like I'm always on East Coast time because that is just the easiest because mm-hmm. that way I'm just waking up early here, waking up early there. But I think for me, like I've just been working, you know, like back and forth, back and forth. So I want to take more time off where if I'm traveling, it's not for work because that's what all I've been doing is traveling for work. <laughs> hmm Yeah. And we were just talking about how like, I don't know if this was the case for you, but for so many people, I think the last few years have really just made people reevaluate their lives and like what their ideal life looks like and how they can make that work within the parameters of like what they're working with, with their career and family and where they live and, you know, whatever your situation is. So is that kind of what happened for you? Like, was it kind of the past couple of years or is it just the trajectory of your career and where you are now? Actually, the past couple of years at the beginning of COVID, I, my work like increased. I actually ended up working in a COVID pop-up hospital at the beginning of the pandemic. It was just like this opportunity that came my way. And so I actually didn't really do the whole quarantine thing that most people did. Mm-hmm. I, I was working, working, and then once, you know, things opened up, then I was focused on my own practice. I feel like I've just, you know, the past two years I've worked so much. It's just been like nonstop, like back to back, like New York, LA doing all this. And I think only recently I just kind of woke up one day and I was like, I don't think I want to be flying back and forth forever. So I need to put an end to it now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I'm curious how that kind of fits into what you do in your practice. So you talked about integrative aesthetics and I would love to hear like how you define that and what the kind of pillars are of like the, I don't know, wellness and and all of that and that intersection for you. And I'm curious if that affected, like if you felt like that back and forth and the traveling and the working wasn't really like practicing what you preach essentially. Going back and forth, I think the hardest part initially was like finding balance and because it's really, really hard when you're, you know, like we were talking about the different time zones. Like I have my place here in West Hollywood and then I was going to New York and I have a place there, but creating that balance. But ultimately like living in two coasts is just, it's not overall healthy. But what I mean by integrative aesthetics, so I did a fellowship in integrative medicine and what integrative medicine is, it's really focused on the patient as a whole and like really approaching the patient from a holistic perspective. So utilizing all modalities of medicine, you know, that we have available for the betterment of the patient. So what that means and more easy to understand terms, for example, if a patient comes to me and, you know, they're complaining of low back pain, a traditional doctor might prescribe Tylenol and say, okay, you know, 
that's pretty much it. And then, you know, moving forward, you know, they might offer other therapies if the Tylenol doesn't help, but with integrative medicine, it's, you know, we'll not only offer the Tylenol, but we'll consider other things too, like acupuncture, chiropractic, massage, some sort of movement like yoga. So it's really taking all therapies available and looking at the patient individually and deciding what the best treatment is for that specific patient. And so that's integrative medicine. It's really just like looking at the patient as a whole, brings together all modalities and trying to give the best options to the patient. And then aesthetics is the world of outer beauty, like improving like your physical appearance or manipulating it. I don't like to do too much. My whole thing is like just maintaining and aging gracefully. So when I bring those together, what I do is like really approach the patient. And if they come to me and they want to achieve a certain physical appearance, it's not just about like injecting filler or Botox. It's about, you know, seeing what is the best way for this patient to achieve the best results. And that might include, you know, making lifestyle changes, supplements, checking labs, because, you know, if you're not healthy on the inside, it's going to reflect on the outside. So you have to approach the patient as a whole and work both on the inside and the outside. Mm -hmm. I have so many guests on my podcast, doctors, surgeons. I cover a lot of beauty stuff here. So I feel like we talk so much about kind of like external interventions that you can make when it comes to aging and all of that. But I'm really curious to get into some of the more internal stuff. We can talk about that as well. Everyone loves to hear about like Botox and filler and all the things that we can do. But I would really love to just hear about, yeah, like the the internal things that can contribute to aging and then conversely the internal things that can help us I don't know. I don't want it to all be about looks, but like how we can feel and look our absolute best. So what do you think are like the pillars of overall well-being? I think number one is diet. You know, your diet is pretty much almost everything. I'd say like 70 to 75% of your health is your diet. I follow a plant-based diet, which means I eat mostly plants. I am mainly vegetarian. And so sometimes I'll have some, you know, dairy products, but finding the right diet for you is also like an individualized thing. So I would work with your practitioner to find what the right diet is for you. But, you know, we know that eating lots of plants is good for you. And so Mm -hmm. a plant-based diet is usually what I recommend. And then movement, incorporating movement into your daily life. And that could mean anything from, you know, yoga to like a hit class to just, you know, walking to doing, you know, running, but having movement is super important. And then I think it's really important for us you know, as humans, if we want to like live optimally is to be able to like know where our bodies are currently. And so I like to do that by when my patients come to me, they do like a full integrative evaluation, including lab work. And so we see where their vitamins and their hormones and all of that, where they're at. And then we can work together to optimize that, whether it's with supplements or lifestyle changes. But I think movement, diet, and, you know, working with a practitioner to like help you optimize yourself and be as, live as optimally as possible.
One part of wellness that is not often talked about, but is so important is financial wellness. Yes, I think financial wellness is a thing because finances can be so stressful. So it's really important to know what to do with your money, but it can also be really overwhelming to know where to start. So this is actually really simple. If you are keeping cash anywhere that isn't paying you a high interest rate, this is definitely for you. So Wealthfront is a saving and investing app and they can help you earn more on your money and build wealth for your future. So the Wealthfront cash account gives everyone a 1.4% APY interest rate, which is 20 times what traditional banks pay. So basically if you kept $10,000, for example, in a Wealthfront cash account for a year, you would be on pace to earn an extra $140 a year instead of like seven bucks that you would get from your traditional bank. So that means while your money earns 20 times more, you can keep saving more, whether that's for an emergency fund, a down payment, your honeymoon or your girl's trip to Rome, which I highly recommend. So it's basically a no brainer. And unlike other saving options, you will always have access to your money. Thanks to unlimited free transfers, free access to over 19,000 ATMs and no account fees. And if you ever want to invest with Wealthfront, you can move your money into the market in minutes. That way you can grow it even more for the long term. Getting a cash account is super easy. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and then you can start earning that 1.4% APY interest on all your cash. And if you start now, you'll get a free $50 bonus with a $500 deposit. There are already nearly half a million people using Wealthfront to save more, earn more, and build long-term wealth. So why wait? You can earn 1.4% on your cash today. Just visit wealthfront.com slash blonde to get started. That's wealthfront.com slash blonde. And this no-brainer good news has been a paid endorsement from Wealthfront. It is summertime. It's hot. We are probably sweating, so we got to stay on top of staying hydrated. One of my favorite ways to do this is with liquid IV. So I was introduced to this actually back in the very early days of the podcast. I had the founder, Brandon Cohen, on at the time. Since then, it has grown into this massive brand. It's really cool to see. And if you're wondering what Liquid IV is, it's a hydration multiplier. So one stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients. It's non-GMO, free from gluten, dairy, and soy. And basically what makes liquid IV so effective is the science of CTT, which is cellular transport technology. It's designed to enhance rapid absorption of water and other key ingredients into the bloodstream. Something that Brandon talked about back on the podcast was his mission to change the world. He was so passionate about this and Liquid IV has donated over 20 million servings globally, which is incredible. So I love Liquid IV before or after workouts, if I'm feeling run down, if I'm sick, if I'm traveling during and after flights, it's really, really helpful. And also just when I want my water to have like a little flavor because sometimes plain water can get boring. 
My favorite flavors are tangerine and watermelon, but they have so many good flavors or unflavored if that's more your style. So you can grab Liquid IV in bulk, which I definitely recommend. You can get it nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code BLONDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code BLONDE at liquidiv.com. You can experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code BLONDE. And then since we were kind of talking about it, like how much can the stress component of it affect both like what's going on inside and outside? Because I think that, you know, as a society, we're kind of chronically stressed and it's almost like celebrated, you know, this grind culture. And I think people are more cognizant of it. And especially like we were talking about after the last couple of years where we're like, wait, is there more of like a work-life balance that we can have here? And I think a lot of people like work from home is going to be kind of the new landscape for a lot of careers and and all of that. And people are realizing like, wait, I don't have to go to an office from like eight to 10 o'clock at night, five days a week. And, but back to the stress component, I mean, we know that it can have so many effects on our physical health, but like, how does it really affect us inside and out? Well, stress is definitely like a number one killer. It can lead to heart attacks. It can lead to weight gain. It can lead to you know, multiple different chronic diseases. And it's true, like we're all under so much stress. So managing your stress is super important. Figuring out the best way, you know, on a day-to-day, it's not like a, you know, work, 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 and then, you know, take a trip. And then, you know, that's going to alleviate your stress. I think like working on stress is a daily thing. And so things like meditation, I mean, for me, exercise is the best way for me to really alleviate my stress, spending time with family and friends, spending time with your pets. All of these things have been shown to like help you reduce stress. Downsizing can help (laughs) reduce stress. And that's what Uh I'm doing for myself. I felt that I was overwhelming myself with like a lot of different things and like you know, I spent more time like flying than actually like living. So doing things to on a daily basis to really reduce your stress levels is super important. But yeah, stress, there's a ton of studies that show that if your stress levels are high, you're gonna have difficulty like losing weight, you're gonna have difficulty sleeping, you're gonna have difficulty just, you know, doing day to day activities. So really focusing. And even if you don't think you're under stress, you probably are because in modern society, we're all under so much stress. Mm -hmm. It's pretty sad. Even like the addiction that I'm sure we all have to our cell phone and like being beholden to this thing and the constant notifications and the constant, like, I don't know, screen in our face from the second we wake up to the second we go to bed and add social media on top of that. And I feel like that in and of itself, like just jacks your nervous system up. It does. 24-7. Trying to minimize screen time is important. So putting your phone away, trying not to look at your phone first thing in the morning, trying to maybe sleep in a different room where your phone is. Those are all good tips to like Mm -hmm. minimizing screen time. Okay. So say somebody walks into your office and they are, I don't know, early to mid thirties, early forties, whatever. I guess I'm giving you a really broad range, but say that somebody walks in your office, they're concerned about 
maybe seeing signs of aging, maybe feeling like they are just not feeling as good as they used to. What is the first thing that you do? What are things that you look at? What should people be aware of? Yeah. So if somebody walks into the office and is concerned about just signs of aging, physical signs of aging, and they're open to like a comprehensive history and evaluation, then I would suggest to do an integrative consultation where I will go through your entire medical history, including current conditions, current concerns. I also want to know what your goals are and how you want to feel. And when I say past medical history, it's like from, you know, the the day you were born, all your family medical history, medications that you're on, your diet. I like to do like a seven day food journal so that I know what you've eaten for the past seven days. You know, and I have a hard time having people like submit that. I feel like a lot of times people say they will. And it's really hard to write down everything you've eaten for the past seven days. And from there- It's also really eye-opening, I think. (laughs) No. I've had to do it in the past when I was dealing with like gut issues and yeah. I would think in my head, well, I'm, I'm only eating this, this, and this, and this. And then you write it down and you're like, oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Different. I know. And then I like to do some blood work. So look at vitamins, hormones, basic like, you know, kidneys, liver. And from all of that, we'll come together and you know, address the concerns and try to optimize and help you wherever you're at to be like at the more optimal level Mm -hmm. with the physical appearance. It depends on like, you know, the physical concerns too, because I do the aesthetic procedures too, but a, a lot of the more, I'd say the more advanced aesthetics procedures that we've been doing these days is a lot of collagen stimulation. So I have a lot of devices and procedures that help with collagen stimulation because as we age, starting in our like twenties, we start losing collagen and really restoring that collagen in your skin will help you achieve like very natural results that are kind of flawless where you don't look like you've had a lot of work done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about those, but I'm really curious I guess I'm just like personally curious, but I'm sure a lot of the people who are listening to the podcast shared this interest as well. Like what are some things, maybe some deficiencies that you would look for that would contribute to some of like the more common things that we see as we age? Obviously when we, you know, hit our late twenties, early thirties, we're losing collagen, we're losing elasticity, we're losing some bone and volume and all of that stuff. But are there things that contribute to that internally that accelerate all of that, that we can do something to change? Yes, there's a lot. For example, most of us are deficient in vitamin D. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if you live in Southern California and you get a lot of sun, most of us are still deficient in vitamin D. So getting that level checked is super important. And then dosing the appropriate dose of vitamin D because you know when you're deficient in vitamin D, it's involved in so many different processes in the body that once you kind of optimize it, you'll notice that you're going to have more energy, you're going to start feeling better, and you'll start looking better. So that's really important. Most of us are also deficient in magnesium. So you don't necessarily even need to check your magnesium level to know that you're deficient, but it's really important that you take the right type of magnesium. And so there's different types of magnesiums on the market, but you want to take the most absorbable type of magnesium. And that would be probably magnesium threonate, glycinate, bisglycinate, citrumate, dosing. There are so many, sorry, there are so many magnesiums and I always get so confused. I heard, I think 
Andrew Huberman talk about three and eight. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get that one. It, for me, it made me feel like a little bit kind of weird. I don't remember exactly, but it, yeah. But maybe that was just like in my head. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's hard to know which ones to supplement with. The three and eight, magnesium three and eight is really well absorbed in the brain. It's supposed to help like improve your focus, calm you down if you have a lot of anxiety. So maybe you didn't necessarily need that type. Then there's the citrumate and the glycinate. And those are really good for total body absorption. And they also help with a little bit of gut health. The one that I would generally avoid is magnesium oxide because that's more of like a laxative. Mm -hmm. That's the most poorly absorbed magnesium, but it's also the least expensive. So just keep that in mind. But there's a ton of other supplements that, you know, there's a lot of ton of other deficiencies and supplements that we can take to like optimize ourselves. But I'd say, you know, magnesium and vitamin D are what I see pretty often, pretty commonly. Optimizing those is really important. But what was the rest of the question? I want to know, I wanna <laughs> I know like what supplements <laughs> I can take to keep my skin bouncy, bouncy. <laughs> and thick. <laughs> and I feel um, like those are also like hormonal changes for women. Like when you get to a certain age, can't hormonal fluctuations like really lend themselves to some of the changes that we see? Yeah, that happens around like menopause for sure for women, but also just like lifestyle. So for example, if you're not eating well and you're, you know, you're not wearing sunscreen, you're going out in the sun and you're smoking, all those things can contribute to like poor skin health. But I like to individualize supplements because, you know, what one person needs, another one might not. But some other good supplements to take in general, for example, CoQ10, that helps like improve skin health and it can also give you energy as well. Mm-hmm. Taking that in the morning is helpful. Fish oil, or you can do EPA, DHA. Um, you can, especially if you're a vegetarian and you, there's like vegetarian ones too. I like Nordic Naturals has a really good EPA, DHA that um, I take sometimes. That's really nice for skin health, keeping your skin looking hydrated. Mm-hmm. Again, the magnesium, the vitamin D. I have my own supplement line too. And I have this one supplement called Rebuild and Restore. And it, is pretty great for like helping improve like fine lines, wrinkles, and also thickening your hair and your nails. So I'm trying to think what other supplements. I take so many supplements. If you saw my supplement cabinet, you'd be like, what? And again, it depends on like your concerns. For example, like turmeric is really great. I take, there's so many health benefits to taking turmeric, but one really important thing is that it decreases inflammation. So Mm -hmm. for example, if you have like an inflammatory skin condition, such as acne or eczema or psoriasis and taking something like turmeric could help reduce the inflammation in the body. Mm-hmm. But again, if you have something, you know, an active skin problem, I would definitely consult with your doctor before like going and buying a ton of supplements. Mm-hmm. I always recommend being guided through, you know, your supplements. Cause otherwise you're just going to go into one of these like vitamin stores and there's just so many things available. It's hard to really know what to take. Yeah, it is really hard. And it's really hard, I think, to be consistent, especially when, you know, with supplements in general, I feel like for the most part, you don't feel them. It's not like taking a pill, like a, like a medication, you don't feel it instantly. And so, especially if you just go in there kind of aimlessly on your own and you're like, okay, well, I think I'm going to try this, that, and that, and that. And you take it for a week and you're like, I don't see any difference. (laughs) Yeah. That is something that happens to a lot of people. Like they end up buying like a ton of supplements, spending so much money on supplements and then not taking anything. So I usually recommend not doing that and like 
getting the supplements that you will take and taking them. Yeah. Yeah, you that's me. Waste- I mean, I have I have every supplement ever made because somebody talks about it and I'm like, sounds amazing. And I go out and I get it. And then I take it for a week or two weeks and I'm like, no, not for me. <laughs> yeah. And you know, some supplements you can like notice a difference right away. Like for some of them, it takes about a month to like really kick in where you start mm-hmm. noticing a difference. So I would, when you start a supplement routine and I would usually like stick to it. Because you're not going to really notice a difference within a week or two. Yeah. Like, for example, the hair supplement that I was talking about, it takes about a month for you to like, notice a difference. But once you stick through it, then you, you definitely will notice a difference after a month. Mm-hmm. So what about some of your favorite, more like cosmetic interventions? So we all, I'm sure, know and love Botox and filler and all of that. What are some lasers? I know that you do like radiofrequency microneedling, like Morpheus, that kind of thing. Yeah. What do you, what everyone always asks me, because I kind of talk about lasers and stuff in passing and it's hard to say one is good universally because everyone has different concerns and skin types. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorites? I have a lot that I love. I recently got this new machine. It's called the Silfirm X. It's radiofrequency with microneedling. And what makes it different is that it treats all skin types. So all skin colors. And that's really important because a lot of lasers and machines are very limited to certain skin types. And it's really great for fine lines, wrinkles, but it also treats melasma, which is also very, very, very difficult to treat. A lot of people that have melasma probably know what I'm talking about because, you know, you can treat it and it'll go away and it comes right back, but Zilfirm can treat melasma in all skin types. And what I really like about it is that I can treat the entire eyelid all the way to the lashes, all, oh. and which is also very unique because a lot of these machines can't treat the eyes. And what happens is you can treat the entire face and then you just, you kind of end up leaving the eyes. And the problem with that is over time, you know, people get like, you know, that sort of double eyelid appearance. Mm-hmm. And historically it's been like a surgical solution only, but now you can tighten the skin. And what I really like about anything radiofrequency with microneedling is that you're stimulating collagen. So you're not just like tightening the skin, but you're also improving the quality of the skin. So your skin quality is better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really love that machine specifically for that. And my old school, but still very relevant is uh, machine Morpheus 8. I'm sure you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Been around for a while. That is radiofrequency with microneedling, but it is another level. It's It can really, really... T- tighten and contour the tissue. So it's really great for the body. It's really great if you kind of want to really tighten the skin. I suggest like a few sessions of the Morpheus. You can really like contour, define the jawline, lift the cheekbones up. It's really, really nice for that. I also do a lot of PDO threads. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily a machine, but it's a procedure. And what these threads do is your body absorbs them over a period of six to eight months. And in its place, you're stimulating collagen production. So I really love PDO threads because of the natural results that you get from the procedure. I know everybody listening to this is going, wait a second, (laughs) Ariel, you hate threads because I did threads in the past. I didn't like them. I have this conversation slash debate with a lot of the practitioners that come on my show. And I have some like plastic surgeons that come on that hate them. I have some that come on that like them in certain applications. And then I have people who are kind of in the middle who are like, yeah, they're like 
good or, you know, who are just kind of like neutral on it. So when I got them, I just found for me personally, I found the experience to be like kind of traumatic. (laughs) I mean, I not traumatic. I've had surgery too. And I'm like, I would just rather you put me out and you do the thing and you do it once and it's like one and done and that's it. Yeah. I think the thing with threads that gets me and you can convince me otherwise is that I think a lot of people have like certain expectations of it and they're not told exactly what they're, they're not really told like what the realistic outcome is going to be from their provider. And I saw on your Instagram page that you actually do, you're like, it can provide minimal lift and it can help stimulate collagen production. But why don't you tell the audience what they can and what they can't achieve? Okay. Yeah. So there is a controversy surrounding threads and, you know, it kind of goes back to the aesthetic use of threads started in the nineties and back in the day, you know, the technology wasn't what it is today. So that's one thing. So the technology has changed so much from like then to now. So the threads that I use, I use only almost exclusively the South Korean threads that are really manufactured in a really nice way where they're very strong and your body absorbs them in six to eight months and you stimulate the collagen. So a lot of times when people think threads, they're like, oh, it's like a facelift, but it's not. And you shouldn't even think about it that way. And as soon as you stop thinking about it that way, then you kind of have better expectations of what you're going to get. So threads, I like to look at them as just, you know, a, a tool to stimulate collagen And rather than thinking about it like a surgical facelift, like a surgical facelift, you're lifting the tissue, you're cutting off the excess tissue, and then you're sewing it back. And then, you know, then you get that, you know, definitely more lifted appearance. But with threads, you're you're lifting the tissue minimally, but really you should just look at it as collagen stimulation. Mm-hmm. That's really what I tell everybody. Just look at it as collagen stimulation. And the thing with collagen stimulation is not everybody's body is going to stimulate the same amount of collagen. So post care is as important as the procedure itself. So how you take care of yourself following the procedure and how your immune system regenerates the collagen is super important. The threads that are used are very important. So I don't know what threads were used when you got your procedure, but the threads are really important. The quality of the threads. And also the person, you know, doing the procedure too, because there's different skill levels and threads. Some people, you know, take a training once and then they start doing threads. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be doing, you know, really great threads. And for example, myself, I do threads like all the time. So I feel like my skill level is like advanced because I do it all the time. And I also teach threads. But once you kind of have like that understanding of what threads are, that they're there to stimulate collagen and that it's not a surgical facelift. And as long as you know, like whoever's injecting the threads is using like the highest quality threads on the market, then I think you'll probably be happy with your result. But, you know, I I wasn't there when you had your procedure and I'm sorry that you had such a bad experience. But I think that once you kind of like look at it from that perspective, you'll have like better expectations of what they are. I did it in my cheeks a few years ago and I definitely went into it thinking oh, this is going to lift my cheeks to the high heavens. And I think a lot of people you'll see on Instagram, so many like med spas and people who do threads advertising like a before and after of Bella Hadid. And they're like, come get your threads. And it's like, well, that's a little misleading. And so I think... Yeah. I also don't think you should be advertising like somebody's 
face that you haven't worked on. That's also kind of yeah, weird. It's, cra- it's crazy, <laughs> crazy. And somebody who allegedly has had like so much other stuff done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's just, yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing that has, I don't know that that's one of the things that like bothered me about them because I'm like, well, so many of the people who are doing it are being misleading with that kind of advertising and stuff. So I think collagen stimulation, that's like a very different way of looking at it that I think a lot of people listening are going to be surprised by because people kind of talk about that aspect of it as an afterthought, like, oh, it's going to do this, this, and this, and it will stimulate collagen. That should be like the primary focus of mm-hmm. what you think threads do. And yeah, that that should be the primary focus. It's kind of, it's not you do threads and you don't do anything else. Like you'll do threads, you'll do a little bit of filler, a little bit of neurotoxin. And that's when you get like natural results. And, you know, surgery is an option, but that's something else. A person who is like a facelift candidate is probably not a thread lift candidate. And my whole thing is, Let's try to do as as many minimally invasive procedures as we can. Let's try to improve the quality of the tissue by stimulating more collagen, you know, good skincare routine, good healthy lifestyle. Once you do all that, if you get to the point where you're like, I still need a facelift and that's different. But I look at threads only as like, you know, the collagen stimulation with a mm-hmm. smidge of a lift. It's really, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Okay. So you mentioned skin, good skincare. So what are your skincare non-negotiables? face wash. I, what I really love, I started using recently. Well, I've always used retinol, but what my favorite retinol these days is the Alphabet Overnight by Skin Pepper. Just because it doesn't dry you out at all. It's kind of crazy. Like it actually like almost hydrates your skin. So, but the results are great. So definitely a retinol a few nights a week. I don't do it every night. And, you know, if I had a procedure or something, then you want to wait a week or two before you start using a retinol. A good face wash. And I alternate because sometimes I still unfortunately get breakouts. So I, I like the LHA cleanser by SkinCeuticals. And then I also like the gel cleanser by Skin Better. A good vitamin C serum. And I prefer the SkinCeuticals, CE Ferulic above all else. They're, I, I like I like to stick to a few brands. I don't like to like have too many brands. Although I do like when I get products, I do like to play around, but I like to sort of keep it simple as much as I can. And sunscreen, I like a good BB cream with like a sunscreen in it so that I can like kill two birds with the same stone. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I actually just picked up that Skin Better gel cleanser you said today. Yeah. I'm excited to try it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite products too. Like I love the Alpharet. It's so good. I have a hard time with retinol in general. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be red and flaky. That's what it does. But mm-hmm. the Alpharet just is, is like a game changer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like to ask my guests one thing we should stop doing and one thing we should start doing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one thing we should stop doing. Oh, well, I guess the first thing that came to my mind is we should start all sleeping facing up (laughs) and not on our sides or on our tummies. That's a good one. I actually got really good at that the last few months. And then I woke up this morning, like face down on the pillow. I was like, no, I need to get one of those pillows like that trains you. Yeah, the beauty pillows. Those are really helpful. They help mm-hmm. me like, it's so hard though. But if I, if you can just at least not sleep on your tummies, that's one step in the right direction. <laughs> okay. And 
one thing we should stop or is that what we should stop? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's answering the question and you could word it and answer it, both the questions, but I guess one thing we should stop doing, <laughs> there's so many things that people should stop doing. I think we should, we should stop eating out a lot and start making our own meals. But I'm saying that as I eat most of my meals out, <laughs> but that's what we should do. We should always like have home cooked meals. That's what mm-hmm. like the best and healthiest way is to eat. It makes such a difference. And I've talked about that before too. Like I know we all probably are so busy and I go through the phases myself where it's like I'm ordering out everything. But when I am cooking all my meals, I feel it and I see it. Like it's just so different. So much better for you. And I wish that, I wish there were more hours in a day so I could do everything that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe when you downsize, <laughs> that's why I'm downsizing. I'm not. That, a lot of it has to do with like just you know keeping myself healthy is mm-hmm. by downsizing. Yeah. Well, that's that should be everyone's priority, right? Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Well, where can everybody find you? Instagram. I I use Instagram a lot to post a lot of my work, and you can contact me through there. It's at Dr. Rahi MD. And then my website is drrahi.com. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you liked it, and if you like the show in general, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It goes a long way and it's actually the best way to support the show. Also, if you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to the Blonde Files podcast on Instagram. I'm always posting about each episode there or over on my personal page at Ariel Laurie.